0: here's the big question. What if you had to start over from scratch and build a business with limited time and resources? Maybe the economy just pulled the rug out from under you, or you're in a business that's underperforming or a career that's going nowhere. How would you flip the switch to go from where you're at to where you want to go? A profitable business that supports your family and allows you to live the life you were meant to live. My name is Jason Liu, And each week, I'm going to bring you guests that are further down the road while documenting my own journey. Welcome to the business of feeling good. So, welcome to a brand new episode of the Business of Feeling Good. And I want to start off today's content and topic by just saying I want to say thank you more than anything to those of you out there that have given me great feedback, constructive criticism on ways that I can improve the podcast. And if you're someone out there that has a question or has some feedback for me, you can always find me on the DMs on Instagram. Come find me at underscore Jason Liu, that's L E W underscore again, um, search me out, send me a message with the topic of question and, um, our team will flag it and they'll make sure that I get that message. So if it's a topic for the podcast or it's something that you want to give back and say, Hey, this is how we can improve the podcast. All those areas are incredibly valuable and it allows me to kind of shape and curate this podcast to make sure it's valuable for you. Um, but today is one of those episodes that I want to dive into that really talks about my struggles with creating content on a daily basis, and it's something that I have been so poor at. I am been horrible at uh, in terms of my Facebook, my Instagram, uh, TikTok, all those social media platforms, YouTube. Even um, I have a challenge with creating day to day content, and that's something that, while doing live content, meaning video or, or audio. Picture and written word is something that I kind of suck at if I can be really honest and vulnerable at the moment um, it 's something that i don't necessarily excel at, nor do I have an aptitude for so what was really great is um I was just just got off a call with a good friend of mine, brand new friend actually um, that I met through a mastermind group, and she and I are on a similar kind of path, and she's been a coach to a lot of influencers, creating content, developing content strategies, and she gave me a great exercise, which I want to report back to all of you guys on a little bit later in a separate episode. But for tonight, I wanted to share with you guys what that kind of exercise was and why I found it so valuable. So the exercise was this idea around life mapping, and it's not a long exercise. So if you want to follow along or if you want to do the exercise yourself, I would highly recommend it. All you need is a piece of paper and about 10 minutes. And the idea behind the exercise of life mapping is to highlight the highs and lows and the extreme highs and lows. So it doesn't have to be super detail oriented, but, and it doesn't have to be necessarily in chronological order all the time, but it's something worth kind of noting is to look at what are the high points and what are the really low points. And if you take the time to do this, which I did, and I'd like to actually do it again, But what's been great about it is you begin to see themes that happen in your life. And her advice to me was to really look at three areas. What you can kind of extrapolate, uh, what you can really kind of extract from this exercise here is the ability to look at A, what do you own? And by own, I kind of mean what are the areas that you've lived through? So one of the things that I feel very confident in talking about or the areas that I've had to struggle with and overcome. And I think all of you listening here today, if you really take a moment and reflect back on your journey and the trials and tribulations, we can all say that we've had them. And more importantly, the ones that we've really struggled with, we can speak to because we've come at it from so many different strategies. I almost equate it to looking at, well, put it this way the only sports event that's happening right now during this period of COVID and this pandemic, and it's May 1st today, has been like the last dance. So if you've been on ESPN and you're watching, or if you don't even know what I'm talking about, you're listening to this in the past, it's a documentary on Michael Jordan trying to go after the second three-peat. It's that final year. And what's really amazing about watching Michael Jordan is it validates so many areas of why he's such an amazing competitor, why he's such a winner of winners, um, why he had this incredible drive to get after it and accomplish six, six championships. But on top of all that, if you kind of look at it, he's a great example of someone that has incredible talent, who worked incredibly hard and had this relentless work ethic to just win. But if you look at his career past his playing time, I think we can all agree he's maybe, if not the best athlete of all time. He's what we associate most most with winning. But when it comes to someone being a teacher, someone that is a great coach, he may not fall into that category. That's not to say that he can't inspire and teach on the court, but I don't know that he would, and not that I know Michael Jordan, but not that he would have necessarily the patience to take someone that wasn't going to be the best of all best and teach that person the fundamentals of basketball. But if you take someone like a Steve Kerr or someone that maybe wasn't the absolute best, but had to work their tail off to be there, who understands trying to pull out the best out of each player and the importance of fundamentals, that's a very different person. And I feel like they're almost two separate people. And when you really look at someone that's very talented versus someone that's overcome struggle and figured out how to get past those struggles, the person that's overcome those struggles and gotten past those struggles has the perspective of being able to teach them. And I believe that each and every single one of us has that capability because there are things in our life, well, maybe you do think that they're important. Sometimes the people that I coach and the people that I connect with think they're ah, it's just it's just something everyone goes through. And in all honesty and truth, it's something that you've been able to overcome and work through. And there are so many people that are in the same position that are trying to get through those areas. And that's kind of what you own. That's what you can talk about from an authentic standpoint. So going through the exercise of life mapping has been such an incredible experience because Not only can you find the themes, but you now realize that these are the areas, these low points that I've been able to overcome are such great talking points for those that are trying to go through that journey. So that was number one. Number two, and the point was, what can you say? And what I mean by that is, what are the themes or buckets that keep showing up in your life? And I think each of us have anywhere from three to five that whether you consider yourself an expert or not, and that's kind of, we'll talk about that in just a moment here, is that there are areas of your life that you are passionate about, maybe that's not the right word, uh, excited to talk to people about. So it could be as simple as family and career and going to the gym. But if we dive down a little bit deeper, there are more areas to your life that make you you. And I think that each of you, Um, have the ability to connect to a very unique audience based on kind of how the puzzle pieces fit together. So you might be someone that loves to swim, is an entrepreneur, also as a parent, but likes to crochet. And that unique twist or combination of those resonates with a certain audience. And, And that's also why you can have someone that's talking about entrepreneurship, but also has all these wings or um, areas of of interest that kind of add on to the area of entrepreneurship and therefore we follow that person because we we like them or we trust them or we find they 're more relatable to us. I guess you could put it a lot like a starbucks you know coffee like in san francisco here there 's literally Starbucks on every corner <laughs> in San Francisco, and sometimes there 's two on a city block and the reason why they can live on a city block with multiple coffee shops and multiple brands. You have a blue bottle and you have a ritual and you have a Starbucks and you have a Pete's coffee and they're all in the same block is because there are areas in which there's demand, but more importantly, people are looking for this brand makes me feel like they get me like this brand is what I'm looking for. And the same is true here is that your message and what you're talking about while maybe similar to someone else, the way you package it is what 's more relatable to that person because they 've never seen someone of your background talking about this subject, so the second part of not only what do you own meaning what are the experiences do you have but also um, you know what are you saying what what is the topic that keeps showing back up? What are those five buckets or five areas that you can kind of develop content around and I heard someone really say that. A lot of times, if you keep talking about the same thing, and one of the the mistakes that I've fallen into, especially when trying to get into the content game, is putting the same post up again and again and again, and people get fatigue. Um, My wife would call it palate fatigue when it comes to the same food over and over and over again. It's not fun to taste that food, no matter how good it is, again and again and again. And giving people variety changing of pace, something that's funny, how they feel, something that's serious, something that's teachable. All those areas kind of create this, while they may not follow each area of your life, you're going to touch on different areas with different people. And someone that might be following you because of family or your dog all of a sudden realizes, oh my gosh, they're an entrepreneur as well. And so having that multifaceted approach makes all the difference. The final piece of it is, Why does it matter? And um, going through the exercise of mapping the highs and the lows, it kind of talks about why does your message matter? And for someone that, and I'll speak to myself, is much more introverted, is much more could do without connecting with people, if I'm really honest. And it's more of a struggle for me to go out there and be extroverted and connect with individuals. Being that person, I have a lot of doubt about why does my message matter? Why does my voice matter? But someone brought up a really great point on a coaching call. And it'll lead me to my second point of this conversation today, which is, if you had the answer, and I'll frame it this way, when I was a part of a network marketing company, which I still am, by the way, which is a totally different subject, network marketing really gave me everything for the past 19 years. But we had a weight loss, detox, uh, intermittent fasting product, which is incredible. And one of the areas that really shifted my focus, because I wasn't someone that had a lot of weight to lose. I was always someone that was decently healthy, ate decently well, and never had 100 pounds to lose. And I was like, how am I going to market a product to people that want to lose weight? And I've never been that person. And I had a mentor that said, Jason, if... You have the solution that someone has been struggling their entire life with, and you know what the answer is, yet you don't go out and give them that information. What kind of person does that make you? I was like, wow. I never thought of it that way. Just because it's an area that I didn't struggle with, just because it's an area that I haven't felt like was a major pain point in my life. Though I have the answers, am I just a part of the problem? am I just someone that enables other people to to keep living in pain and suffering because i 'm not willing to be brave enough to speak up and that really kind of hit me i said wow that 's not something I thought about, and it got reinforced time and time again because I would coach people you know I would coach individuals that on this product and on this system, who lost 15, 20, 35, 100 pounds on the system. And it absolutely changed their life. And it was this great reinforcement that while it may come simple to you, those elements aren't always instilled in other people. And sometimes those gifts that we take for granted are what other people are searching for. And I would encourage you guys, that's why your message matters. Because there's someone out there that is searching for that answer. And the way that you package it, the way that you put it together, the phrasing, the trust, all those areas that make up you, you, allows that message to truly resonate. And so I thought it was such an incredible experience. I've got to figure out how to extrapolate it into a day-to-day practice here. But it allowed me to kind of figure out what are the areas that I'm confident talking about? What are the themes that keep showing up? And if I do have these answers, is it selfish? And maybe you can answer it yourself. Is it selfish? that you hold on to this, this knowledge and not share it. So life mapping in this exercise, I'm incredibly grateful for. And the only reason why this happened, and this goes back to kind of the heart of all of this right now, are two topics that I know seem really simple, especially for a lot of you that have spent time in personal development and in growth and entrepreneurship. But I want to reinforce them because they've, they've served me so well In times of crisis. The first one, and the first one really goes back to Einstein's quote when he says, We cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. And it's such a great quote because it it reinforces the idea that we each are on this journey of growth and improvement. And a lot of times when there's uncertainty, a lot of times when the economy has crashed and I've you know, been in business when 9 11 happened, unfortunately. I was in business when 2008 and the real estate market happened. And obviously, we're in business right now during COVID. And what I've noticed time and time again is that I've never regretted the moments where I've gone back and invested into my education and developing new skills. Well, everyone else is, and don't get me wrong, there's always place and time to go through grief, challenges to cry, to get your emotions out because you're going to feel these emotions. But it is also a time where even if it's 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, an hour a day where you are investing into yourself to develop new skills, new habits, new areas of growth, they have always been foundational building blocks that have served me when the moments have come back around where the economy turns or where situations change. And like we, I shouldn't say like we, but like the adage goes, right? This too shall pass as does the good times. And as do the challenging times, this too will pass. And as long as you are safe and healthy and hopefully okay, these moments will pass. And when they do, are you prepared for when the good times do come? Because that's when everyone gets back into the game. But if you've been doing the work and preparing and planting seeds While times are challenging, you are that much more ahead of the curve. And so investing into yourself doesn't necessarily always mean in a monetary amount. I know a lot of people are in challenging times. You don't necessarily have to spend a ton of money. This could mean picking up a book, it could be investing into a podcast like this, it could be reading a blog article, it could be just researching what you are interested in on the internet. And you have so many free resources like. YouTube. And, and uh, you know, if you look into your public library system, there are online books and audiobooks that you can download for free and listen to, I mean, incredible speakers, incredible teachers. Um, you know, there are more eBooks and classes out there. If you do want to invest, this is a great time to invest into coaches and programs. You can find courses that you've never had access to at a discount because look, everyone is trying to figure out how to kind of translate into this or how to navigate this new landscape right now. So investing into yourself and having the discipline to take out 30 minutes a day, an hour a day to improve yourself is something that I truly believe is something that we all should be doing more of. And the second part of this, and the reason why I was able to come across this idea of life mapping and figuring out how to be better at content was because I'm willing always to put myself in the room, right? <laughs> Hamilton will say the room where it happens, right? But putting yourself in the room where other people are, and there's something undeniable about connecting with other individuals that are on the same path or attempting to go into the same direction. And there's that, sounds cliche, it sounds lame almost, but that synergistic approach where two people kind of are bouncing ideas off one another. And that only happens when you are in the conversation, when you 're throwing yourself out there saying, "Hey, this is what I made, this is what i 'm creating i'd love feedback and you know that 's what brought about a lot of these conversations that i 'm having today and the connections and the people that i 'm getting to meet right now is because you know you 're putting yourself in those rooms to meet those people, and having a peer group, not necessarily your friends that you love and you care about and show up to your barbecues, and those are all amazing people, that it should be a part of your life but creating a peer group of individuals that are all going towards the same direction that understand you and get you when other people think especially as entrepreneurs that you're weird that you that you think differently because truly we we all do we we live in this world and we live in this bubble that kind of goes against the grain when everyone's running one direction you know you're the entrepreneur when you're running the opposite direction and it's great at times and it is lonely at times, but it is always better when you've got a running mate, someone that's there with you that you can bounce ideas off of that. You don't seem like you're the absolute crazy, you know, village bumpkin that (laughs) is, is, you know, coming up with these bizarre ideas that you can bounce these off and kind of create some grounding uh, to these, to these ideas and these goals and these areas and these, these dreams that you want to create. So I know today was a bit of a hodgepodge again, but um the goal today was to kind of talk about a if you're struggling with content, first and foremost, I would encourage you to do this life mapping exercise. Take 10 minutes, grab a pen and a pad and map out the highs and the lows and try to figure out, okay, what can I own? What are the challenges that I've always overcome that I can really speak to? Right? Um what are the themes, meaning what are the areas that keep showing up? in your life. And you can kind of figure out how to create variety in the content that you're producing on Instagram or YouTube or wherever the platform is that you're trying to um, grow a following. And then three is, right, why does it matter? And if you have those solutions, you know, can you find it in yourself to be brave enough to produce and to talk and to connect with that person that is truly looking for a solution right now? And again, you know, if you are not already doing it, invest into yourself, invest. It could be money right now, but more importantly, it is time. It is energy into figuring out how you can improve yourself, whether it's a skill, it's a resource. Um, It's something that you can add to the foundation of who you are. And then absolutely finding running mates, finding people that can keep you accountable, that understand the journey that you're on. And more importantly, almost like running mates so that you can bounce ideas off one another. So hopefully there was something in this bag of goodies that you can take, um, ingest, um, add to your arsenal here, add to your Batman tool belt right now, and utilize to get after your business. Uh, I hope you have an awesome time. I'm excited for you guys to listen to the next episode. And uh, if you do have feedback, please come find me on Instagram. Message me the word question. Uh, My team will flag it. And more importantly, I will get back and figure out how to add that into the arsenal here. So have a great evening. Cheers. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Peace. Thanks again. I hope you guys grabbed some great value out of today's conversation. If you want to further the conversation, I'd love to meet you personally. We've got a free Facebook community that you can dive into, free content, more resources, and I do lives every single week where I get a chance to interact with you and help coach you on exactly what you need. If you want to find it, you can find us at The Business of Feeling Good or you can search the hashtag B-O-F-G. Again, that's hashtag B-O-F-G. If you like this episode, please share it. I'd love to hear from you. Your comments, your reviews truly mean so much to me. It's the lifeblood of what keeps me going and it's how I craft the content that's better gonna impact you. I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Until then, cheers.